my Lanta. Oh, my Lanta. Tanner Fuller Gibbler fans, Angela Bowen here, the host of Oh My Lanta? Holy Chalupas! An unofficial Full House Fuller House podcast. Well, today I am covering an episode of Fuller House Season 1 in honor of Michael Campion, who plays Jackson Fuller on Fuller House, the oldest Fuller boy. I am covering Season 1, Episode 6, entitled... The Legend of El Explosivo. This aired on February 26th. <laughs> February 26th, 2016. In this episode, DJ punishes Jackson, causing him to miss his favorite Mexican wrestling league, Lucha Kaboom. By that, that only leads to more action for the fans. There are two other <laughs> summaries here. The next one, Stephanie is a surprise for the whole family. Tickets for Lucha Kaboom, a Mexican wrestling show where they perform dangerous tricks. Everyone is excited, especially Jackson, who is doing the same dangerous tricks himself with his friends after school. DJ finds out and Jackson is grounded, but then Jackson comes up with a plan to still see Lucha Kaboom. And the last summary. And Stephanie is doing a DJ gig at a Mexican wrestling hall and has tickets for everyone. Stephanie and Kimmy compete to teach Ramona and her friends a dance routine to do in the halftime show. Meanwhile, Jackson and Max are doing jackass, in quotes, type stunts at a friend's house after being forbidden to go there. Yes, this will be the introduction of Popco, Jackson's best friend who is played by Isaac Presley, who actually just celebrated a birthday, June 16th. Yeah, I believe it's, what, three days after the Olsen twins? Aren't there birthdays on, uh, I think their birthdays on the 13th. All right, so we got the cast. Everyone's invited. We got, of course, John Brotherton as Dr. Matt Harmon. We have Jeff Brian Davis as the wrestling announcer. We have Ashley, I'm going to mispronounce her name and I'm going to hate myself. Lio, L-I-A-O, as Lola Wong, Jackson's love interest, and also Lola, uh, Ramona's best friend. And then, of course, like I said, Isaac Presley playing Bobby Popko. And then we have John Overgau, G-A-A. UW, I know I did not pronounce that name right. King Jaguarito? I'm just not able to pronounce things, I guess. This episode was directed by Richard Correll, or in quotes, as Rich Correll, writer Jeff Franklin, the creator, Julie Thacker-Scully, also written by. So, this episode has a 7.1 out of 10 rating on IMDb. All right, we got some trivia. Despite a stunt woman being provided to take her place in the wrestling scenes, Candace Cameron Bure opted to perform all of her stunts in this episode. Also in this episode, Stephanie has a purple streak in her hair. Both she and DJ, oh yeah, calling it back to Full House. 
Both she and DJ had a purple streak in their hair on the second episode of Full House, our very first night. I do plan to cover that episode in the Adventures in Babysitting series I plan to do. This is Popko's first appearance in the series. Bobby Popko is played by Isaac Presley, best known as Ethan Diaz in the Disney Channel series Stuck in the Middle. And this is the second appearance of Dr. Harmon. So, Matt. All right, before I officially get into the series, I want to let the Tanner Fuller Gibbler newbies of the podcast let you know where you can listen to the podcast. The podcast is available on iTunes and SoundCloud. Also, the podcast does have social media pages for it. On Facebook, just type in Full House Podcast or Fuller House Podcast. The Oh My Lanta Holy Chalupas Podcast will show up in the search bar. And on Instagram at OMHC Full House Fuller House Podcast. And on Twitter at OMHC Full House. Also, a little bit how this podcast of Full House and Fuller House is different. It is a family-friendly, clean family-oriented podcast. I wanted there to be an alternative to the other Full House and Fuller House podcasts on there. I wanted something that those of you, like myself, that grew up with Full House, that you can feel free to listen to on, on a speaker out loud and not have to mute anything or, you know, being, you know, you know, with your kids around and stuff like that. And I wanted something that People could listen to with their kids, you know, car rides, cleaning the house, grocery shop. I am always listening to podcasts while I'm grocery shopping and I'm sure I get weird looks when I'm like talking back to the, <laughs> the podcasters and everything, oh, but it's just so fun. Another thing that's a little different from other Full House and Fuller House podcasts and this podcast is that I don't go in order of episode based on air date, episode by episode, season by season. I like to do themes. I just I thought it'd be fun just to pick themes based on a character or a situation. I also do selected episodes for cast members' birthdays based on the character. I just covered Lori Laughlin's episode, Leap of Faith, from season eight of Full House. This episode, as I said, is dedicated to Michael Campion, who played Jack, plays Jackson Fuller on Fuller House. In August, we'll have John Stamos's birthday coming up. So I believe the episode I've chosen for him is from season three, No More Mr. Dumb Guy. And of course, we do have Dave Coulier's birthday in... September, and I've chosen Joey's Place from Season 1. I just thought that's a great spot to kick things off with Joey. I have so many ideas ruminating. I, I am going to be covering four back-to-school episodes between September and October, so I'm stretching those out. And also, in August, I'll be covering a Sisters double feature, which will be Sisterly Love and Take My Sister, Please. Both focusing on Stephanie and DJ's sister relationship. 
Also, another thing, if you're enjoying the podcast and you want to show support, you can go to iTunes if you got a minute and just leave a review. All five-star reviews help the podcast get noticed by other Full House and Fuller House fans like yourselves. Another thing, if you play, if you <laughs> want to have an input on the show and episodes and characters and all that, I, I want to hear your opinion. I would love to hear it. So... Send me an email at omhcfhfhpodcast at gmail.com, or you can reach out on one of the social media sites, however you want to. All right, without further ado, let's jump into this episode, The Legend of El Explosivo, and I'm wishing Michael Campion a happy birthday. So, happy birthday, Michael. So, we come out of the intro, we're in the kitchen, and... DJ and Kimmy are in the kitchen, and DJ asks Kimmy, Kimmy, what is all this stuff? And by stuff, it looks like Kimmy went on a little mini shopping spree. Oh, it looks like she got some baby powder. She got some popcorn. She got some juice. Uh, let's see here. Well, she got some snack pack jello. Mashed cornflakes. I didn't even know you could just get them. Oh, well, wait a minute. No, I do get when I make that uh, cornflake chicken stuff, it's cornflakes like already, you know, smashed. So, uh, another thing of juice, some chili, it looks like a couple cans of tuna. Let's, let's see, it says shortbread cookies, something shortbread. Oh, pecan, sure. Yeah, my dad was always a big fan of the pecan sandies, and even though I love pecans, I was not a fan of those cookies. So he didn't have to worry about me eating all the cookies because they were something I didn't really prefer. Kimmy went to the 89 cent store. She's so excited. And she says, and guess what? And DJ says, let me guess, everything there was 89 cents. And Kimmy nods excitedly, yeah, yeah, what? And Kimmy says, it's awesome. I'm never going back to that snooty 99-cent store again. So the doorbell rings, and here comes Ramona just zipping down the stairs. She's like, I got it. It's the dance team. And, of course, Rem- Kimmy wants to show off these no-rios. They're like a knockoff Oreo. I, I, I Honestly, I prefer Oreos over any store-bought brand of Oreo. I just do. Seems like you can always tell a difference between store-bought cereal and the name-brand cereal. It's always like with the name-brand stuff, or with the store-bought stuff, it's always the taste, the quality is like it's lacking something. Like, oh, you can definitely tell. And, of course, Ramona says, Mom, really? You couldn't spend an extra buck to get the real thing? And Kimmy says, well, you know, once they're on the platter, your friends will never know the difference. Yes, but once it's in their mouths, they will know the difference. Pale, pale comparison to the Oreo. I love how Kimmy has the box on this yellow plate, and she says, yeah, once they're on the plate, on the platter, none of your friends will know the difference. The only thing is you can't eat them near an open flame. Why? Does the cream in the middle explode? Kimmy, what is all this stuff? The greatest shopping experience of my life. It's called the 89 cent store. And guess what? Everything's 89 cents. 
It's awesome. I'm never going back to that snooty 99 cent store. I got it. That's the dance team. Oh, I bought some cookies for you guys. Mom, you couldn't spend an extra buck to get the real thing. Once they're on the platter, your friends will never know the difference. You just can't eat them near an open flame. Here comes Jackson wearing a, this looks like a jacket that I had gotten once um, when I worked at Goodwill. It's a nice tan corduroy jacket. And on Jackson, it just doesn't look, I gotta agree with the How Rude Full House podcast. That does look like something that Ramona would wear that he took from her closet. <laughs> but it just does not suit maybe if we're being 100% honest here I can't even really picture Jackson in a jean jacket but then a jean jacket would be better than this tan corduroy one he's wearing so yeah Jackson and Max looks like they come home from school Jackson's holding a skateboard he's like and he makes a rush to get upstairs like all right Hey, Mom, going to study. Bye, Mom. <laughs> Any kid that rushes off like that is clearly up to something, or they've been up to something. Because DJ's mom raider goes off. Ding, ding, ding. My son is up to something. He's hiding something. What is it? Yeah, she, whoa. <laughs> she says, hold on. It's 90 degrees out, and you have a jacket on? If it's 90 degrees out, I can barely wear a shirt. I would prefer a tank top, like I'm wearing right now. It's just like, bleh, it's like melting. Oh, it isn't. <laughs> Apparently, it's not his jacket, because she says, and that's not even your jacket, what's going on. Yeah, and also the jacket has a faux, like, Sherpa lining on the inside. He would be roasting in that thing. Jackson of course throws his hands up like, oh, you're so suspicious. Can't it just be wearing my friend's jacket? Because it's National Jacket Swapping Day. What? Going back, honestly, it's so weird. Going back to season one of Fuller House, because a lot of the episodes I've been covering of Fuller House have been like season two, three, four, or five. And then going back here... When Jackson is just a little sprite of a boy with a squeaky voice, it's just like, uh. And DJ pulls the jacket off of him, like, what are you up to? And she can see just below his shirt sleeve, it almost looks like he's got road rash on his shoulder. And she has, like, as she pulls his shirt sleeve up and sees... Like, this in, this injury, like, what happened? You're all banged up. And Jackson won't even look at her. It's like, nothing happened. Like, yeah, right. So, DJ turns to Max, who apparently was there and saw the whole thing, because she's like, Max, what happened? And Max says, he skateboarded off of Bobby Popko's tool shed and wiped out. And that's the thing about this episode. Popko is referred to as, you know, his, his last name's Popko, first name Bobby. And it seems like they just call him Popco after that. I don't really see we get too much Bobby Popco unless, you know, either DJ, Kimmy, or Fernando. Because, you know, at one point in the show, Ramona and Popco were dating. And Jackson 
looks at Max like, Max, like you, you wouldn't say anything. And of course, Jackson bribed Max as Max pulls off. Here's your don't tell mom Jolly Ranchers back. So she has Jackson take a seat so she can fix up his arm with, you know, the disinfectant, bandage, and all that fun stuff. And now she's going to go into lecture mode. She's, every time you're at that Bob, and she makes Emmett's that Bobby Popko's house. Kind of like me when Jeremy was watching Star Wars. I'm like, hey, look, it's that Yoda. <laughs> I don't know why. I have a, an, an emphasis about putting that in front of something. Like, hey, it's that such and such. Apparently this is routine behavior. Jackson goes over to Bobby Popko's and he ends up injured. He's like, every time you go over to the house, something bad happens. Clearly it's probably because his parents aren't home. Oh, she asked, like, aren't his parents around? And Jackson's like, yes, of course, they're very responsible people. No, they're not. They're not around. They're not anywhere. And of course, DJ goes right to Max. Max. And Max says, they're never home. <laughs> of course they're not. Popco is the 2016 version of a latchkey kid. Where, if you're not familiar with the term latchkey, it's a term, I believe, was coined in, what, like the 80s? With the kids that would walk around with the key around their neck because they let themselves into their house because their parents are working or just not home. I mean, I was a latchkey kid for a smidge. I mean, when my dad would be working... And he wouldn't get home till close to 5. And I'd get off the bus at like 3, 30, 4 o'clock. I'd be home for like an hour or so by myself. Max pulls out a bag of Skittles. Here's your Skittles. <laughs> so good on DJ. She says, until I talk to his parents, you are not allowed at, Bob at the Popco's house. Of course, Jackson cops an attitude. He's like, what? That's bogus. And of course, Max little brother following in the same vein as his older brother says, yeah, that's bogus. Can I have my Skittles back? And Jackson like grabs him and <laughs> puts him in his pocket. Like, no. Here comes Aunt Steph and Stephanie to save the day. Oh boys, who's your favorite aunt? Because she's got tickets to Lucha Kaboom. Stephanie says, no need to answer, I know it's me. Well, we don't know what Michelle's up to, so <laughs> you're probably the only... Gosh, I'm sure they must have met Aunt Michelle at least once in their 8 and, like, 12 years of life, right? Stephanie says, all right, look, I'm DJing at Lucha Kaboom, and I got us all tickets. I mean, oh, I've never been. I've never been. Oh, it's just, it sounds exciting. I want to go. I want to go. But alas, I can't. It's a TV show, and this was like five years ago. So, yeah. And Jackson and Max are like, oh, great, yeah. And DJ's like, oh, yeah, I get to go to Lucha Kaboom? And my guess is she doesn't even know who Lucha Kaboom is. <laughs> she asks, what's Lucha Kaboom? And Jackson, of course, fills her in. It's Mexican wrestling. Crazy outfits, crazy stunts, and crazy chickens. King Hegerito. Oh, I'm sorry, Stephanie does it so much better than me. I probably would have pronounced it Jaguarito. Max is just, he's down for it. Like, oh my gosh! And DJ, who's trying to share in the excitement, 
even though she knows nothing about it. Oh, this is so cool. It's like she's trying to be the cool mom because Stephanie's the cool aunt. I'm like, oh. She doesn't even get his name right. She says, who's King Dorito? Matt (laughs) says to DJ, mom, he's not a corn chip. He's king of the Jaguars, and he's my favorite wrestler. See, both Max and Jackson just love Lucha Kaboom. And, of course, DJ bringing up her occupation. Well, as a veterinarian, I'm always in favor of raising awareness for endangered jungle cats. I love Stephanie. She's like, yeah, like, you don't know anything about Because <laughs> that's what wrestling's all about. like anything Bobby Popko would wear. He's a leather jacket dude. Jackson, you're all banged up. What happened? Oh, nothing. Max, what happened? He skateboarded off Bobby Popko's toolshed and wiped out. Okay, I'm going to have that. Sorry. Don't tell Mom's Jolly Ranchers back. Okay, have a seat. You know what, you guys? Every time you're at that Bobby Popko's house, something bad happens. Aren't his parents around? Oh, yes, 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 of course. They're very responsible people. Max, don't ever help. <laughs> Here's your Skittles. <laughs> okay, that's it. Until I talk to his parents, you boys are not allowed at the Popko's. Oh, what? That's bogus. Yeah, that's bogus. Can I have the Skittles back? No. <laughs> Who's your favorite aunt? Don't need to answer. I know it's me. Okay, I am DJing at Lucha Kaboom, and I got us all tickets. Oh, wow, that's amazing. Oh, my God. I get to go to Lucha Kaboom? What's Lucha Kaboom? <laughs> it's Mexican wrestling. It's got crazy outfits, crazy stunts, and crazy chickens. And guess who's headlining? <laughs> King Jaguarito. Oh, my hey, God. Hey, That is so cool. Who's King Dorito? So now we're in the living room, and Ramona's there with her dance team, which includes also her best friend, Lola, and then two other girls that I'm sure we will eventually learn their names, but whether or not we see them after this again, I don't know. And I love how Kimmy's just sitting in a chair with the Norios on a plate, and she's just beaming from ear to ear. She's so proud of her daughter. And I like how after the, the dance routine that they do, they all congratulate each other. Like, oh, you did such a good job. And then Kimmy comes in with a platter of classic, authentic Oreos. And we see the blonde-haired girl kind of side-eye Ramona like, oh, my goodness. Like, Ramona's cool, but then we got to deal with her mom trying to butt in and be one of us. So she sets it on the coffee table, the plate of Norios, and of course there's a candle burning there, so she's got to blow that out since you can't put them near an open flame. 
<laughs> Kimmy says, oh, that's just a precaution I would take with any cookie. So all the girls except for Lola, no, excuse me, the, all the girls except for Ramona go to put the cookie in their mouth. And Ramona says, stop, I wouldn't. There ain't no cookie in that cookie. And Kimmy had the uniforms for the girls for their dance team, Vanana, because, yeah, that's where DJ's middle school was. Well, DJ and Kimmy's. And then, of course, on the back, there's Kimmy's face. And the team sponsor on the back, do it Gibbler style. Uh... The girls aren't impressed. They're impressed with the Vanana in the gray sparkly letters, but not, or silver sparkly letters, but not the, uh, the Kimmy face on the back. So, Ramona tells the girls, like, we have to have a big finish. We've got to do something that no one's ever seen before. And here, Kimmy steps in with, okay, I got it. I'm going to share with you my guaranteed, guaranteed big finish showstopper. Let me guess. She's going to go with the Gibbler Gallop. And Ramona says, Mom, really, that's not necessary. And Kimmy just ignores it and says, yes, it is. Oh, and you know that Ramona does not want to hurt Kimmy's feelings. But like, Mom, can you just not? I'm with my friends. And the thing is, I believe they do go with Stephanie later because Stephanie does have dance experience. Yeah, she's doing the Gibbler Gallop with the sparkle and the gallop, gallop, gallop. Spank, 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 spank. I do feel a little bad for Ramona because her friends are just kind of looking at her mom like wide-eyed and frightened and just not knowing what to make of any of this. Like, you expect those 12-year-old girls to get up there, do the Gibbler Gallop, and spank, spank, spank. No, 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 no. Just no. Mm -mm. I wonder if I look up on YouTube, will I see videos of people doing the Gibbler Gallop? I'm going to look right now. Alright, well, I do have some scenes from Fuller House. I do have something from Netflix, The Gibbler Gallop with Andrea Barber, and I'm guessing a rep from Netflix. We got other people just that are doing The Gibbler Gallop, you know, kids, and this is so cool. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm not watching any of them, but I just think that it's cool that that, is, that was trending like two years ago but still I just think that's awesome that that's something that caught on of course you get the standing ovation like woo Kim they're all flaunting standing on their feet yes Kimmy and Kimmy kind of takes the girl's apprehension as look I know it looks impossible to master but however two or three hours of practice and you'll be doing this in your sleep I'm gonna be doing that in my sleep and Lola says to Ramona, that's where nightmares belong. She ain't wrong. <laughs> I just, I feel, <laughs> the girls don't want to do this. And I get it, they're teenage girls. They don't want a mom to kind of jump in and try to hang with them and stuff. Like, they, that's totally uncool. Snack break. I have some classic, authentic Oreos. Amazing. Hang on. Yeah, right. Enjoy. Don't do it. There ain't no cookie in those cookies. <laughs> Great news. Your uniforms came in. Check out the 
logo on the front. <gasps> and the team sponsor on the back. Oh, yeah. I know. They made it smaller than I wanted. <laughs> Guys, listen. We need a big finish. You've got to find something no one's ever seen before. This is your lucky day. I'm going to share with you my guaranteed big finish showstopper. Mom, that's really not necessary. Yes, it is. <laughs> I present to you the Gibbler Gallop. Five, six, seven, eight, and four. Let's go to Harmon Pet Care, where DJ and Matt are working. DJ, of course, is looking at her phone in an, in an examination room when Matt comes in with an x-ray saying this kid put his homework on a flash drive and his wiener dog, or dachshund, swallowed it. And DJ says, so it finally happened. A dog actually ate a kid's homework. So, Matt... Keep, he notices that DJ keeps looking at her phone. He's like, what are you doing? And she says, oh, I'm installing an app to keep track of Jackson. And Matt looks at her and is like, you're stalking your kid? And DJ's like, oh, no, don't be ridiculous. Like, yeah, that's exactly what you're doing. But kid ain't gonna listen. So, yeah, this is pretty much the definition of stalking. I'm just watching him, watching what he does all the time without his knowledge. And DJ explains how Jackson is in this crazy jackass phase. And to explain what that means, if you remember the MTV show Jackass, where a bunch of adults, guys, are pulling, you know, dumb pranks. I think one involved um, a shopping cart off a roof. I don't know. I could even be mixing some of this up with the time that... Uh, Family Guy did an episode in relation to that as well. So it says Jackass was a show that ran from 2000 to 2007. We also have uh, Jackass the movie came out in 2002. Jackass number two came out in 2006. Jackass 3D in 2010. And Jackass 4, which is supposedly supposed to come out in 2021. Oh, there's a Jackass 3.5 from 2011. Well, you know, I, I I never watched it. I never had an interest in watching it. Jeremy actually owns, I think he just owns the first one on DVD. Maybe he owns the second one. I'm not sure. I'm lucky enough to say he hasn't made me sit through it. He says, Jackson and his bad news buddy Bobby Popcoat. I mean, like, that name doesn't have trouble written all over it. She tells Matt, you know, they're always doing this stupid stuff. Here, look at Jackson and Popco's YouTube channel. 
So we see a video being played of Jackson skateboarding off of Popco's shed, which can't be more than four feet off the ground, if that. And he flies off the skateboard before the skateboard even hits the edge of the roof of the shed, falls on a cardboard box and breaks it. I mean, for the record, Jackson is wearing a helmet, he's wearing elbow pads, he's wearing knee pads, but even still. I mean, granted, I am the one that did come up with the idea for me and my cousins to jump off the roof of a shed that was probably about maybe four or five feet high. And I, I, I did get in trouble. And yes, I also was the one that decided to put the sprinkler under the trampoline and then put dish soap on top of the trampoline to make the top of the trampoline all foamy. And yes, this was before they had nets around trampolines. I'm not saying I was a bad influence, but... You know, back in the 90s, you had to use your imagination and make things creative. Nobody broke anything, I promise you. DJ Fudge, she is not going to get any sympathy for Matt. He's like, oh, wow, that's awesome. <laughs> that's a guy. He probably did the same type of stuff as a kid with his friends. And DJ says, no, dumb and dangerous. And Matt says, come on, DJ, you have three boys. You better get used to it. It's like, yeah, Tommy isn't even two yet you got a long way to go with that and we we aren't even gonna know like i said we're not even gonna know what tom who tommy is even going to be because you know the show ended before the kid hit you know preschool <laughs> yeah that's this is what guys do <laughs> we're idiots well I mean, granted, and this uh, this is still season one, so Max isn't a hundred percent fleshed out as far as uh, at this point. It's the trope of little brother wants to do what big brother does. So DJ comes back with, "You don't have kids. You don't know what it's like to be a mom." And I love how Matt comes back with, "And you don't know what it's like to be a boy." So there. So, yeah, DJ's little alert system on Jackson just pops up, and she's like, Look, Jackson just showed up at Popko's house, and he knows he's not allowed. So DJ decides, because she can just leave work whenever, I'm going down there. And Matt says, No, you're going to embarrass the poor kid in front of all his friends. DJ says, No, I'm just going to show up unannounced and drag him out by his ear. And make him walk home while I drive behind him. DJ, you've got to see this. This kid put his history report on a flash drive and his wiener dog swallowed it. So it finally happened. A dog actually ate a kid's homework. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, I'm installing an app to keep track of Jackson. You're stalking your kid? No, don't be ridiculous. I'm just watching what he does all the time without his knowledge. <laughs> So you're stalking your kid. Look, Jackson's in this crazy jackass phase. He and his bad news buddy, Bobby Popko. Oh, like that name doesn't have trouble written all over it. They just are always doing this stupid stuff. Here, look at Jackson on Popko's YouTube channel. Do it, dude. Ah! Oh, oh, yeah, man. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> no. Dumb and dangerous. Oh, 
come on, DJ, you have three boys. You better get used to it. I mean, this is what guys do. We're idiots. You don't have kids. You don't know what it's like to be a mom. And you don't know what it's like to be a boy. So there. <laughs> oh, look at this. Jackson just showed up at Popco's house and he knows he's not allowed. I'm going down there. Oh, no, and now you're going to embarrass the poor kid for all his friends? No. I'm just going to show up unannounced, drag him out by his ear, and make him walk home while I drive behind him. Hey. So we head over to Bobby Popco, Popco's. He's got the shed that Jackson jumped over wide open. Looks like it's probably, I'd say, taller than me, so it's got to be at least five over five feet. And he's got a couple mattresses, like, twin mattresses on the ground. He's got caution tape set up. We got Max who definitely does make me think of Little Giants. If you've seen the movie, the character Jake, he's really tiny. No, not... Yeah, it was. It was. It was Jake. Um, And his mom had basically put him in some... wrapped him up in some padded foaming and everything. (laughs) and Max also has a hockey helmet on Uh, he's got it looks like he's yeah he's got like uh, throw pillows that are duct taped front and back his arms his legs like he can barely move if I were DJ and I saw this you know if my kid were where he was not allowed to go, but then he drags his little brother and endangers him, oh, I would be beyond angry. Jackson's like, hey, Max, looking good. And Popko says, all right, we need to run a safety test. So he, Jackson and Popko take wiffle ball bats and start hitting Max just to make sure, you know, he can't feel anything. Jackson asks, did it hurt Max? And Max says, no, not a bit. I'm good. So Popko has Max lay down on the mattress. So what exactly? And here we got Jackson climbing up onto that tool shed. Is he basically going to do a one of those wrestling moves that where they jump from the ropes or whatever and land on the person? Is that what they do at Lucha Kaboom too? Yeah, because Jackson has his Lucha Kaboom. Jaguar mask thing on, and he he says, "Prepare to be el explosivo." <laughs> uh, yeah, he's basically gonna jump on, land on Max, who's covered in padding. Like he's not gonna feel that. Come on. Yeah, he basically does a belly flop off <laughs> the roof of that that uh, shed and lands on Max. Oh my gosh. Here's to see how they filmed this, honestly, because I, mm. yeah, I think when Jackson lands on Max, it is, it's a dummy there when he lands on him. It's like, no way they're going to just leave the kid actor there while <laughs> Jackson, like, falls on him. Come on. So, yeah. Here comes DJ, and Jackson's all like, hi, Mom. And I'm like, dude, you know you're not supposed to be over there. And she looks down at Max like, that better not be your brother. And Max says, hi, Mom. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I would be extremely angry if I were DJ. She goes over to Max like, Max, are you okay? And he says, I'm fantastic. I mean, he's covered in throw pillows. He'll, he, 
and a hockey mask. He's, he looks fine. She immediately says, you boys know you're not supposed to be here. Jax tells her, Jackson says you gave us permission. I'd be like, excuse me? DJ stands up and looks at Jackson. <laughs> okay, so now you lied to me. And Jackson's like, dude, you got you got no right, man. He says, in my defense, how do you even know I was here? It's like, first of all, that's not important. The fact that you lied and you show up somewhere you're not supposed to be. And Popko says, dude, your mom's a vet. She must have dog chipped you. DJ tells Popko, I did not dog chip him. I used Mother's Intuition, which is the name of the app that I used to track you. And DJ says, well, you can forget about going to Lucha Kaboom. And Jackson, like, what? What? Like, dude, seriously? I'm surprised you didn't get more grounded than that. And DJ goes, because Popko is like, where are your parents, kid? Popko, who thinks he's all cool, says, oh, my mom just stepped out. She'll be back the minute you leave. <laughs> she looks at him and does the I see you movement with her fingers. I'm on to you, Popko. I would be, if I were, I would definitely be talking to my kids' parents. There's no reason for those kids to be home by themselves. I mean, even at this time, it's 2016. Those kids are only 12 years old. In this day and age, someone would be calling CPS, and that someone would probably be DJ. Uh, DJ marches Jackson out of there. She says, let's go, boys. And of course, poor Max, he can't get up. He's got those throw pillows, like, duct taped to his butt, his legs, his arms, his chest. His... <laughs> and he's laying on a mattress. <laughs> he starts calling from DJ, Mom, Mom, a little help, please. <laughs> You're looking good, Max. We better run our safety test. intuition, which is the name of the app I used to track you. <laughs> you can forget about going to Lucha Kaboom. Oh, what? And where are your parents? Oh, my mom just stepped out. She'll be back the minute you leave. <laughs> yeah, I'm on to you, Popco. Yeah. Let's go, boys. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> man. So now we head back to the house. We are in Ramona's room, which it used to be 
Joey's room, and then before that it was Jesse's room, and before that it was Stephanie's. Oh no, excuse me. It was Ramona's room, then Jackson's room, then Joey's room, then Jesse's room, before that, and then Stephanie's. So, it's went through a lot of people. <laughs> that room in particular. We see that Stephanie is teaching the girls a dance, and Kimmy is just on the other side of the door as she starts to uh, see what's going on. And Lola is just like, oh. Thank you for sparing us from the Gibbler Gallop. <laughs> of course, Stephanie likes to name drop. Her and Rihanna worked these moves out in a club in Lisbon. I don't know where that is. And then she, of course, poo-poos all over the Gibbler Gallop, where she says, whereas the Gibbler Gallop was developed in a barn. <laughs> Steph sipping on her bottle of Fiji water. <laughs> so Kimmy confronts them specifically Ramona, asking why she's sneaking a rehearsal in her bedroom. And Ramona says, well, Stephanie was just trying to help us make the moves look a little more cooler. <laughs> so it's almost like Kimmy challenges DJ to a dance-off, because Kimmy's like, hey, you want some cool moves? Put your parkas on, because here comes the running man. And she starts, like, doing all these dances from, like, the 80s up till, like, 2016 of the things that are popular. Oh, the Carlton. Yup. <laughs> One of those kids are watching Fresh Prince. Come on. I mean. <laughs> in 2016, these kids even heard of Fresh Prince. I mean, I'm sure they've heard of Will Smith. Kids today really missed out on some awesome TV back in the 90s and 80s. It was all the way back to the 80s with Stop. Hammer time! <laughs> She's MC Hammer. <laughs> and DJ has to break it to her like, Kimmy, let's face it, okay? You're stuck in the 90s. Of course, here she's, Kimmy's gonna start quipping all these 90s catchphrases. The 90s, as if! Okay, so she's doing share from Clueless. Kimmy says, my moves are all that in a bag of chips, so talk to the hand, loser! <laughs> oh snap, you go girl! I think it just did. <laughs> oh my gosh. Audience is, oh, they're like, woo, Kimmy, go Kimmy. <laughs> uh, Stephanie tells the girls, well, we have some great news here in the present. Stephanie talked to the promoter of Lucha Kaboom and asked the girls, how would you like a little in-between match performance at Lucha Kaboom? Of course they go for it. Like, yeah, that would be great. Awesome. So cool. And now Kimmy is like, hey, I didn't see any of the Gibbler Gallop in any of that routine. So Ramona kind of jumps in here with, look, Mom, you are so good at, you know, driving us around and getting us snacks. We've decided to make you president of that. Kimmy doesn't look like she's buying it at first. And then Ramona adds, oh, we're also making Stephanie vice president of hot dance moves. And Kimmy... She's not really going for this, which I get. Yeah, I mean, it's her daughter. She sees her daughter hanging out with Stephanie, and Stephanie does definitely seem you know, quite a bit cooler, more hip, and up with, you know, the lingo of the teens and everything in 2016. And so Kimmy says, well, if that's how you really feel, I'll step aside. But I am not stuck in the 90s. She says, this is all 80s, baby. <laughs> Thank you for sparing us from the Gibbler Gallop. Oh, 
You know, Rihanna and I worked these moves out in a club in Lisbon, <laughs> whereas the Gibbler Gallop was developed in a barn. <laughs> Excuse me. Why are you sneaking a rehearsal in your bedroom? Um, Stephanie was just helping us make the moves a little cooler. Cooler, huh? Hey, you want cool moves? Put your parkies on. Here comes the running man. And the Carlton. <laughs> Stop. Hammer time. Kimmy, Kim. Let's face it, okay? You're stuck in the 90s. The 90s? As if. My moves are all that and a bag of chips. So talk to the hand, loser. Oh, snap. You go, girl. I think I just did. <laughs> okay. Well, we have some great news here in the present. I talked to the promoter, and uh, how would you girls like to do a little in-between match performance at Lucha Kaboom? <gasps> That'd be awesome. Hey, I didn't see the Gibbler Gallop in any of that routine, so I have to say, whoa. <laughs> Mom, you are so good at driving us around and getting us snacks that we've decided to make you president of that. Congratulations. <laughs> and we're making Stephanie vice president of hot dance moves. <laughs> oh, well, I humbly accept the position. Well, that's how you all feel. I'll just step aside. Before the record, I am not stuck in the 90s. This is all 80s, baby. <laughs> So yeah, now we go downstairs and Kimmy is holding baby Tommy and she's trying to teach him to do the Gibbler Gallop and it's so adorable. So yeah, it looks like Grandpa and Grandma Fuller, so DJ's in-laws, Tommy Sr.'s parents, are going to be babysitting baby Tommy while the rest of the family, minus Jackson, is going to see Lucha Gaboom. Of course, Jackson tries to... I guess schmooze DJ into maybe changing her mind about not letting him go to Lucha Kaboom. He gives her a cup of coffee with a hint of almond milk just the way she likes it. So Jackson, aside from making her coffee, also did the dishes and brought DJ breakfast in bed. And she tells him, but you're still not going. You know, all of this was sweet and everything. And, of course, Jackson like, plays it off like, oh, well, that's perfect. You know, I don't even want to go. Like, yeah, right. Jackson says, I don't even want to go. I mean, it sounds boring. How's that for reverse psychology? Like, kid, you're not going. And DJ offers Jackson a little tip. When you're using reverse psychology, don't say you're using it. Jackson says, how am I supposed to know? I'm not a reverse psychologist. Oh, kid. Oh, my goodness. So, Ramona comes down in her purple Vanetta leotard with Stephanie, who's wearing this, like, it's almost like either, it's like Pepto-Bismol pink jacket, and she's got, like, the purple... little bit of purple. Stephanie's got the little bit of purple in her hair, which of course reminds us from our very first night when she and DJ had gotten purple in their hair. 
Ramona's calling Stephanie coach, and Kimmy's like, oh, yes, Stephanie, you're so wonderful. Huh? Kimmy is very much feeling very, very jealous. I'm trying to think in Full House if, like, Danny was ever saying, like, hey, you're overstepping, you know, I'm the parent here. You're kind of overstepping on what... Oh, yeah, when Jesse pulls... Michelle out of preschool in a pinch is just a pinch, which I will cover in September for the Back to School Part 3 series. But this is more bordering on Kimmy is jealous of what Stephanie kind of has going with Ramona when it comes to dance and everything. And it just seems like Stephanie can relate more to Ramona on what kids are into, whereas Kimmy... I mean, she tries... But it's like she's trying too hard and just seeing how, you know, when we were in Ramona's room, how easily manipulated Kimmy can be through Ramona when Ramona's like, hey, we're going to make you the president of getting us snacks and this and that. And, and I mean, Kimmy didn't go for it, of course. I mean, Kimmy's not stupid, but you can see how Ramona can take advantage of Kimmy. Even though Kimmy is her mother. And Stephanie looks at Kimmy like, oh, Kimmy, are you still mad about the dance thing? And Kimmy's like, oh, don't be silly. And here comes Max running into the living room in his King Guarito costume that Stephanie got him. Oh, he looks so adorable. Cheetah print. And he's got like a fake bone staff thingy bone club thing the, with a little skull like skeleton skull on top of it I, I cannot pronounce this to save my life Max does look adorable he really really does <laughs> Max goes over to Stephanie and hugs her like oh you're the best <laughs> I mean, yeah, uh, she, her jealousy is showing. She, <laughs> it's like, oh, look at me. I'm Aunt Stephanie. I can do everything. <laughs> and Kimmy goes on with, <laughs> everyone loves me. I have big boobs. What? This is like the second crack at Jody Sweeten's chest size. Come on, guys. Come on now. Of course, DJ jumps in kind of brings like, hey, not that this isn't a wonderful topic, but she changes it, you know, puts the attention on Max. Like, oh, Max, you look so jungly. And I love how Max poses with his little uh, skull bone staff whatever thingy. And he just looks so cute. But Jackson and Stephanie added the skull and some fake blood to the king's bone. Oh, adorable, adorable. Stephanie says, oh, some of the blood is real. I cut myself opening the fake blood packaging. Ooh. And Kimmy goes, oh, boo-hoo. So she grabs the keys and the snacks, which Kimmy, of course, puts emphasis is, because apparently that's all I'm good for. Correcting that at Stephanie and Ramona. And Jackson, as everyone's leaving, he's like, hey, goodbye, everybody. I hope you don't have a good time. <laughs> And, of course, let's have uh, Max here rub salt in Jackson's wound as he says, Don't worry, when I get home, I'll tell you about every unbelievable, unforgettable, super cool moment. And, of course, Max realizes <laughs> Jackson's crestfallen face. Let's, uh, that didn't cheer you up, did it? Like, no, it didn't. 
DJ hustles, you know, baby Tommy, who's in her arms, and Max out the door like, all right, sorry, Jackson. So Jackson sits in front of the window as he watches the family leave. Here comes puppy Cosmo. Oh, Cosmo, RIP. I miss him. Look at you doing the Gibbler Gala. Yes. No, happy baby. And Gala. And Gala. <laughs> there you are. Hi. Grandma and Grandpa Fuller are so excited to babysit you. Here you go, Mom. Coffee with a hint of almond milk. Just the way you like it. <laughs> Jackson, thank you for the coffee. And for doing the dishes. And for breakfast in bed. But you're still not going. <laughs> well, that's perfect. You know, I don't even want to go. It sounds boring. How's that for reverse psychology? <laughs> a little tip. When you're using reverse psychology, don't say you're using it. <laughs> How am I supposed to know? I'm not a reverse psychologist. <laughs> Coach, we're all so excited to go to Lucha Kaboom. We never could have done it without you. Oh, you're welcome, sweetie. Oh, yes, Stephanie, you're so wonderful. <laughs> Are you still mad about the dance thing? Oh, don't be silly. Check this out! Aunt Stephanie got me an official King Aguarito costume! Cool. You're the best! Look at me, I'm Aunt Stephanie. I can do everything. Everyone loves me. I have big boobs. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> not that this isn't a wonderful topic, but Max, you look so jungly. Well, Jackson and I added the skull and some fake blood to the king's bone. Well, some of the blood's real. I, I cut myself opening the fake blood packaging. Mm. Oh, boo-hoo. <laughs> Let's go. I got the keys and the snacks, because apparently that's all I'm good for. Goodbye, everybody. I hope you don't have a good time. Don't worry. When I get home, I'll tell you about every unbelievable, unforgettable, super cool moment. <laughs> that didn't cheer you up, did it? Come on, Max. Sorry, Jackson. Cosmo! All right, let's head to Lucha Kaboom. We have the announcer here who also says the only Mexican wrestling league that is too dangerous for Mexico itself. So first up is Los Polos Locos. We got a couple guys that are, you know, dressed up in uh, chicken costumes and they're high-fiving, you know, Kimmy, Ramona and the girls and Max and DJ and they're just having a fun time. Max jumps up in his Jaguar costume and says, Holy Chalupas, this is the greatest day of my life! So, Stephanie comes out and says, Alright girls, you're on two minutes. She looks for Sarah, who's not there. And Ramona says, Well, Sarah just texted. She ate some bad polo and her butt went loco. As in, she's going, She can't go on. And Lola says, But our dance needs four people. And Ramona jumps in with... Stephanie, you know all the moves. Will you please will you please do it? And of course it's like, well, she's DJing. She can't do it. But she sees Stephanie sees Kimmy's you know hurt look. And she says, Look, as your coach, I have to advise you to get the best dancer available. 
And Stephanie says, and she's sitting right next to you. Yeah, she's referring to Kimmy. And I love the small smile that Kimmy gives Stephanie. Like, thank you. And Ramona, Lola, and this girl whose name I'm not sure of turn and just kind of grimace as they turn and look at Kimmy. Like, uh. Of course, you know that Kimmy is not going to let this go without saying, well, 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 look who comes crawling back to Kimmy Gibbler. Kimmy jumps off the bleachers, takes off her jacket, and of course she's wearing the Vanetta purple shirt just like the other girls. So yeah, she she's she was ready for this. Yeah, actually my mind went there for a second and she says, I know what you're thinking. I swear I did not poison Sarah. <laughs> really? that is too dangerous for Mexico itself. Now please welcome Los Pollos Locos! you to get the best dancer available and she's sitting right next to you <laughs> well 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 look who comes crawling back to kimmy gibbler i'm in I, I know what you're thinking i swear i did not poison sarah Haguarito, okay, King Haguarito. They're doing a costume contest as Max goes up there. <laughs> uh, and King Haguarito is going to be choosing the winner himself. Yay! So, of course, there's uh, two other contestants besides Max. One is like an elderly 75 year old man, the other is someone who's probably about 15 who's wearing what looks like a cheetah prince woman's bathing suit and then of course we have Max King Haguarito actually is just a little taller than Max is but Max is the winner because he looks he's wearing same exact outfit as, as Max so that's awesome he lifts up Max's hand and triumph and says congratulations mini me Max says you're my hero you're little like me but you're a champion and of course, King Haurito says, don't judge me by my size. Judge me by the size of the heart I ripped from my opponent's chest. <laughs> oh, Max offers his club. He said, I, he tells him, I would be honored to have you pound someone senseless with my club. <laughs> and King Haurito says, I'll take it. I love how you pimped out my club. Oh yeah, with the skull and the blood and all that. <laughs> And of course, here comes DJ. Like, I gotta get a picture! <laughs> gotta commemorate the moment, because if you don't take a picture of it, did it really happen? Actually, no. <laughs> so DJ's like, alright, let's go back to our seat. And she grabs King Horito and 
of course, he's like, hey, lady, wrong little person. Like, your kid's right there. So the announcer calls up the Van Anna Middle School dance team with Kimmy, Ramona, Lola, and I wish I knew what this other girl's name was, but I don't. And of course, Kimmy has to promote her own business, sponsored by Gibbler Style Party Planning. $5 off your next quin... Quincea... I cannot say. Quincenera? Quincenera? I'm sorry. It's time for the King Haguarito Costume Contest. The winner will be selected by King Haguarito himself. And here he comes. The greatest luchador in luchador history. Don't judge me by my size. Judge me by the size of the heart I rip from my opponent's chest. That's beautiful. I would be honored to have you pound someone senseless with my club. Oh, take it. I love how you pimped out my club. I gotta get a picture. Okay, let's go back to our seat. Hey, lady, wrong little person. Please welcome our special guests, the Van Atta Middle School dance team. Sponsored by Gibbler Style Party Planning. Five dollars off your next quinceanera. So the girls are dancing and everyone's cheering for them. And Stephanie, who's the DJ says, all right, give it up for the girls. You guys want to see more? And, of course, the crowd is cheering. But then Ramona says, well, we don't have any other dance moves. And this is where Kimmy brings out the Gibbler Gallop. Oh, no, Lola is the one who says, well, we don't have any more moves. And Ramona, okay, Ramona says, yes, we do. Right, Mom? And, yeah, they're going to do the Gibbler Gallop. Woo! Look how Kimmy turns to Stephanie says, give me a backbeat and put some stank on it. All right, you guys want to see more? We don't have any more. Oh, yes, we do. Right, Mom? <laughs> Give me a backbeat and put some stank on it. Don't make me pop. Let's see what Jackson's been up to this whole time. Of course, Popco's over, and they, according to Popco's plan, they put the tracker, the mom, mother's intuition tracker on Cosmo, so that way Jackson can sneak off to the Lucha Kaboom. I take it he's going to take an Uber down there? Yeah. Jackson puts the mask on, he heads down to Lucha Kaboom, and he leaves his phone there so that way, because, you know, his mom tracks him, so. How in the world would this even work? I mean, first of all, he don't have a ticket, unless she just conveniently left it there at the house with him. And not to mention, the, the thing is almost, like, probably, the show's probably half over with at this point. But who knows? He gets down there anyway. Jackson Joe's like, huh, as if I can't be trusted. And then Popco picks up Cosmo. He's like, here's the thing. 
look, I put your phone on the dog's collar so that way your mom will think you're moving around. Oh, God. <laughs> like, I'm sure when she looked like, wow, Jackson's been in the bathroom quite a bit. So he's okay. <laughs> so Jackson asked Popko, was like, well, why don't you just hold my phone and move around? And Popko says, do you want to tell him he's not part of the plan? I love that they included Cosmo in this. It's so cute. We got to get the dog in more scenes. Right, Quinn? She's sleeping. <laughs> he says, I'm sure if she were awake, she'd say, no comment. There's no cat in it. No comment. I have no comment. Then Jackson just sighs like, okay, the dog's in. And Popko says, all right, just go get out of here. Let's review the Popco plan. You put on the mask and sneak into the wrestling match. And I leave my phone here because my mom tracks me. As if I can't be trusted. <laughs> Here's the genius part. I strap the phone to the dog's collar so your mom will think you're moving around. Why don't you just hold it and you move around? Do you want to tell him he's not part of the plan? <laughs> okay, the dog's in. Now go. <laughs> We get the next event coming through with the chickens and the men with the skeleton faces coming in. And I love how Stephanie has to explain to DJ. <laughs> like, because DJ's like, wait, I thought we liked the chickens. And Stephanie says, no, DJ, we now we like the skeleton guys. And of course, Stephanie tells DJ, like, I think Jackson learned his lesson because DJ is just... Think about how much Jackson would have just had a great time at this show and everything. And D- Steph says, hey, look, I think Jackson learned his lesson. Get him down here. So DJ goes and calls Jackson's phone, of course, which is hooked to Cosmo's collar. And I love how Popko has made himself at home. He's on the couch. He's got the coffee table filled with, like, Ritz crackers and other snacks and stuff. And, of course, he sees... You know, DJ's name come up on Jackson's phone and he tells Cosmo, don't answer that. And I it's like, I bet the actor just loved like hanging out with the dog there. Like, oh, and petting him and everything was so cute. <laughs> Turns out King Haguarito, I apologize for the mispronunciation of the name, gets into the ring with the chickens. 
And they're kind of, I guess, what is that term? Like tag teaming him? And Jackson comes in with his mask on. And he sees what he thinks is Max being beat up by these chickens in the ring. So he gets in there to defend his brother. And then, of course, he finds out it's not Max. And then the chickens turn on Jackson. And then, of course, DJ has to jump in there. But I'll let the clip play for itself. Speak for itself. This chicken licking. He's being pounded and deboned. That's Max's club. Max, what are you doing in there? Oh, who is this young Haguarito wannabe? He seems to have no wrestling skills whatsoever. Oh boy, they are about to perform the ultimate humiliation, the unmasking. Jackson? Max? Hey, Jackson's not picking up. Something's he's wrong. Actually in the yeah, room. he's getting his butt kicked by some crazy chickens. <laughs> Hang on, Jackson! Mama's coming! <laughs> Take your hands off my son, you damn dirty chickens! Planet of the Apes reference. An unknown wrestler has just entered the ring. Who is this brave senorita with a death wish? There is a foxy lady in the henhouse. Oh, nice go Ooh, ha! He's right in the chicken McNuggets. Oh my god. Dios mio, look at her go. She's whipping up a chopped chicken salad out there. <laughs> this has never been attempted. They're going for a double El Explosivo. visual wrestling stunts and it's kind of funny being the fact that DJ didn't know anything about Mexican wrestling and she is like she is doing it she's in the ring and she's just like like you're not gonna go after my kid and she gets in there and saves Jackson and it's just it's sweet and I love how you know Jackson and Max are right by the ring and they're cheering DJ on and and even Stephanie and Kimmy are like oh my gosh this is amazing (laughs) <laughs> All right, now we're going to get back to the house. Of course, you know the DJ's got to be in some pain because <laughs> she uh, tells Jackson, like, come on in your room. We got to talk, of course, you know, about the stunts that he's been pulling and just him disobeying her. Jackson is so jazzed about the fact, like, oh, my gosh, mom, you were so nuts in there. How do you know those moves? Yeah, yes. How do you know all those moves? And DJ says, I don't know. Once I saw you in trouble, my mama bear instincts kicked in. Yeah, yeah. DJ says, you know, after that, it was a blur. I mean, a bunch of feathers. And then someone offered me a one-year contract to be Mamacita Del 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 Amor. 
Jackson says, oh, mom, you should totally do that. And DJ breaks it to him. Well, Mexican wrestling doesn't pay as much as you think. So she, of course, brings the conversation back to him. Like, no, we need to talk about you. And Jackson apologizes. Like, I'm very sorry. I know. I snuck out. I shouldn't have done that. And of course, (laughs) yeah, he's like, okay, good talk. Let's talk it out. It's like, no, 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 (laughs) no. Nice try. And she does say there are going to be consequences for that, for snaking out. Yeah, again, I was like, how did he get down there? Did he get an Uber to take him down to Luchigaboom? And DJ's just trying to wrap her head around it. I mean, yes, he's a teenage boy. He's going to do things. She, But she says, you know, you've been lying. You're, you've been getting hurt, sneaking out, doing these crazy stunts. Turns out there actually is a reason why he's doing it. And I think he's trying to kind of emulate his father who took risks. Where we learn, like, Jackson's dad, Tommy Sr., was a firefighter. He took risks because that was his job to take risks and put his life ahead of those that he was saving. And she asked him, you know, what's been going on with you lately? And Jackson just chucks it up to, I'm just trying to have fun. I mean, why do you got to be so tough on me? Yeah, it's like, why do you got to be so tough on me all the time? And DJ said, well, maybe it's because you're so much like your dad. And Jackson doesn't see a problem with that. He's like, he says, what's wrong with that? I mean, dad was awesome. He And he did risky stuff every day. And I'm thinking, sweetie, he did that because that was part of his job. Yeah, she even says, you know, he was a fireman. He was just doing his job, but you're just being reckless. You know, and she gives him a side hug. She says, I just, I love you so much. And I just, I don't want to see anything bad happen to you. And Jackson, finally, he gets it. Like, I- I'll try to be more careful. It's like, thank you. Yeah, honestly, I, ooh, I'm just trying to think. I don't think we see any of this anymore from Jackson. This was pretty much just in this episode of him doing, you know, dangerous stunts that he's lucky he didn't break. Bones. All he got was some road rash on the side of his arm. And honestly, it didn't even look like, it just looked like, um, I don't know. I mean, he didn't fall onto a gravel road or, you know, dirt. He fell onto some soft grass. Yeah, he says, I'll try to be a little more careful. And she says, a lot more careful. DJ agrees, you know, and I'll try to be a little less overprotective. And Jackson says, a lot less overprotective. DJ says, we'll start with a little. Yeah, kid, I mean, kids do need limits. And by the way, you got two other adults in that house. You know, everyone's watching, you know, the kids and stuff like that. So, and she says, bring in the hug. And he hugs her and she's, oh, careful. He says, I got a chicken wing to the neck. Ooh. And an elbow to the neck, most likely. Of course, before she walks out, she says, oh, and do me a favor. Stay away from that Popco kid. There's something not right with him. I don't really like what Jackson said here. He says, Mom, he's my best friend. He's my Kimmy Gibbler. Like, he's my Kimmy Gibbler. Like, uh, I don't know about that. As sweet as that is. Oh, here comes Popco with a towel around his waist and one around a giant towel, you know, around his neck, you know, covering his, his chest. And I'm just like, kid, what you doing? Yeah, he says, that drought thing is such a scam. 
He says, I just took a 90-minute shower. What? Oh, okay. I can tell you, I don't believe that hot water is going to last for an hour and a half. Probably took a day's worth of hot water in that 90-minute shower. Come on in. We need to talk. And I need a hot bath. (laughs) Mom, you went nuts in there. How'd you know all those moves? I don't know. Once I saw you were in trouble, my mama bear instincts just kicked in. <laughs> After that, it was a blur, just a bunch of feathers, and then someone offered me a one-year contract to be Mama Cita Della Moore. <laughs> oh, you should totally do it. Mexican wrestling doesn't pay as much as you think. <laughs> Let's talk about you. I know. I shouldn't have snuck out. I'm very sorry. Okay, good talk. Let's hug it out. Uh, Nice try. There are going to be consequences for that. I just don't understand. You've been lying. You've been getting hurt, sneaking out, doing these crazy stunts. What's been going on with you lately? I'm just trying to have fun. Why do you have to be so tough on me all the time? Oh, maybe it's because you're so much like your dad. What's wrong with that? Dad was awesome, and he did risky stuff every day. Well, he was a fireman, and that was part of his job. But you're just being reckless. And I just love you so much. I never want anything bad to happen to you. I get it. I'll try to be a little more careful. A lot more careful. (laughs) And I'll try to be a little less overprotective. A lot less overprotective. (laughs) We'll start with a little. Bring in the hug. Oh, oh, careful. I caught a chicken wing to the neck. (laughs) Oh, hey, and do me a favor. Stay away from that Popco kid. There's something not right with him. (laughs) Mom, he's my best friend. He's my Kimmy Gibbler. Don't go with my grandson. thing is such a scam. I just took a 90-minute shower. All right, I hope you enjoyed the episode. I enjoyed covering this one. Like I said, I think the last time I watched it was when it first aired. Such a cute episode. So I would have to say for best outfit of the episode... I'm going to give it to Max's Jaguar costume that uh, Stephanie got for him. I just thought the work on that was very, very, very creative. Very, very nice. Worst outfit? I want to give it to... <laughs> Kimmy has a good heart, but those Van Anna shirts for the Ramona's dance team or dance squad or whatever you want to call it were... I mean, yes, they had the Van Anna on the front in like silver sparkle letters but and then it had Kimmy's you know Gibbler party planning face on the back I'm just like no they just they were kind of they're just not great so that's going in the worst category (laughs) also worst category runner up is going to be Jackson wearing that corduroy looking faux Sherpa line jacket that just did not look good on him at all a runner-up honestly for best outfit of the episode i want to give it to stephanie's pink jacket it was really pepto-bismol pink but 
And I'm not normally a big fan of pink. It just depends on how I use. But I thought it was really good. And I like the streak of purple in Stephanie's hair. That was cute too. So for August, I am going to be covering the Sisters Double Feature. I can't talk. The Sisters Double Feature Part 1 for August. I'm going to be covering, we're taking it all the way back to Season 1 with Season 1, Episode 13, Sisterly Love, which aired January 8th, 1988. In this episode, Stephanie is chosen for the part in a TV commercial for which DJ was auditioning. And then we're going to jump over to Season 5 with Episode... <laughs> I gotta find it first. <laughs> where is it? It's gotta be here. I know it's gotta be here. Seriously, where is it? Here it is. <laughs> Season 5, Episode 3. Take my sister, comma, please. Take my sister, please. <laughs> October 1st, 1991 is when this episode aired. DJ lobbies for her own bedroom, but Michelle is reluctant to share a room with Stephanie, who is depressed because nobody wants her as a roommate. Well, judging by your actions in this episode, Miss Stephanie, I can see why. This actually was something that was brought up in Divorce Court when it's actually the Halloween episode I have covered on this podcast. I think it was back in maybe October of 2019. Yeah, I believe it was. Where DJ and Stephanie were not getting along. And DJ, even then, I need my own room. And Danny says, Michelle, I feel... At that time, Michelle was probably... That was season three. I'm going to say she was maybe three at the time. And Danny says she is still too young to have a roommate. Which... What Danny's the father, so I guess what he says goes. But <laughs> yeah, those are the two episodes I'm going to be covering. Sisters Double. I'm not calling it a series. I'm calling it a double feature because it's only two episodes. And then the other two episodes for this series part two. Double feature part two is going to be in August 2022. I know it's like a year from now. Also, John Stamos has a birthday in mid-August just before my birthday. And the episode I'm going to be covering for him, and I thought this is this is a cute one. I really like it. It is season three, episode thirteen, No More Mr. Dumb Guy, which aired January fifth, nineteen ninety. Jesse feels ultimately challenged as he's to meet okay, I don't, I'm not sure who wrote this, but I just okay, so basically Jesse is feeling intellectually challenged when Becky's old college professor comes to, you know, escort her to its uh, arts festival with poetry and classical music and painting. The, I, I think one of the topics is Picasso's blue period. And it, it's just, as he's just going there realizing he does not fit in with, you know, these people and... You feel bad for him because it's like he's trying to be. It's almost like he's trying to compete with this guy for Becky's affection, which is exactly what it is. Which the guy, this Professor Eric Trent or whatever his name is, it's just the guy's a jerk. He really comes off as 
just a know-it-all jerk who just loves to rub it. And he, he always gets Jesse's... He's calling him Jackie instead of Jesse. Like, ugh, this guy. But, so yeah, that is the episode I'm going to be covering for John Stamos' birthday in August. As far as September, the Back to School series is going to be cut into... It's going to be basically spread out for September and October. In September, I'm going to be covering Season 3 of Full House Nerd for a Day and Full House Season 4, A Pinch for a Pinch. Also, October is Dave Coulier's birthday. I will be covering Full House Season 1, Joey's Place. Also in... Oh, I'm sorry. No, Dave Coulier's birthday is in September. Excuse me. Yes, we're talking about September, not October yet. Also, in September is Alzheimer's Day, and I wanted to cover Season five's The Volunteer, where DJ volunteers at a, re- a nursing home, and she befriends a man named Eddie there, and he ends up getting to spend a day at the Tanner House and help judge a dog con- uh dog trick contest <laughs> October I'm going to be having the next two episodes of the back to school series part three full house season four episode 14 working girl and season four Steph <laughs> Stephanie gets framed with guest star Urkel from family matters <laughs> playing Steve Urkel <laughs> all the way from Chicago <laughs> And also, October is Elias Harger's birthday. He plays Max Fuller on Fuller House. And I'm going to be covering from Season 5, I believe it is Basic Training. It's where Max, I believe, gets to skip a grade and go straight to junior high. And he is having difficulty fitting in. Also in that episode, I believe, is since the family now owns Uncle Monty's, (laughs) the sub sub sandwich shop, Ramona apparently has a hidden talent in eating sandwiches, so she gets to participate in the sandwich eating challenge. <laughs> oh, it was a cute episode. It really, really was. But yeah, that's the setup from <laughs> from August all the way through October. I hope you all have a wonderful weekend. I hope everyone had a good 4th of July holiday weekend. I had an alright weekend. I really didn't do anything. Um, So yeah, like I said, I hope you enjoy the episode. If you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, subscribe to it. If you haven't left in uh, a review yet for the podcast on iTunes, definitely do that. Every review, every five-star review helps the podcast get noticed by other Full House and Fuller House fans like yourselves. If you want to shoot an email to the podcast, you can do so by sending an email to omhcfhfhpodcast at gmail.com. Bye-bye, everybody.